Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today. Look, look, look what I'm doing. Got the logo. Oh, and you got it right on the front. I'm proud of you, bud. I'm proud Texas of you. Texas Football Today, <laughs> a show on the internet. <laughs> My name this is, is terrible. Craig Tucker. <laughs> I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com. Magazine, texasfootball.com, corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local, mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today. Our uptown girl, it's the Duchess of the Dorks, it's Ashley Pickle. Hi, Ashley. That makes me want to start singing the song, but I'll I'll spare you. What? Oh, it was, it's Step Brothers, right? Step Brothers is the one where they get the band, mm-hmm. and it's the band that only does 80s Billy Joel. <laughs> At the, it's it, their call, I think they're called Uptown Girl. Was that was that at the Catalina Wine yeah, Mixer? That's the band of the Catalina it's Wine the Mixer. Catalina Wine Mixer. Uh, yes, where you got to rent eighty choppers There's... or something like that. <laughs> uh, yes, that 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 is. Uh, it's our Uptown Girl. Uh, do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Andrew Christensen, Daniel Agnew, Ryan, and Stephen Cassie. Ryan's got a last name that I'm not going to attempt to say. Let's start with K. It kind of looks like Rudy's. K U L H A N E K. Kalanick? Kalanick, I guess. Yeah, okay. Good job, guys. Pickle, <laughs> you're on top of your game. I, I can tell you were well rested this weekend. <laughs> Happy Monday. Today's Monday, June 22nd, 2020. 157 days till Thanksgiving, episode 982. 982. Mike Campbell's ERA in his illustrious Texas Rangers career, he pitched three and two-thirds innings in one game in 1992. That's it. That's it. That's the tweet. That's that's his entire Rangers career. He did spend three years uh, before that in Seattle, um, and then he spent a year with the Padres in 94 and a year with the Cubs in 96, and then he flamed out. This was a seventh overall pick in the 1985 draft out of Hawaii out of the University of Hawaii. He's from Seattle. Now he's 56. Talk about a place that would be just awesome to go to college. I've thought about that a lot. I don't know why I didn't I've, even consider it. I've thought, like, if I were if I were an athlete mm-hmm. um, and I were, like, if I were, like, a blue-chip prospect, right? If yeah. I were, like, a, if I were like a, especially, like, a quarterback, because they have, a, like, they tend to put up oh, yeah. quarterbacks or a receiver, and I got an offer from Hawaii, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Now, the problem is mm-hmm. they don't have a great TV deal. 
Because right. in the Mountain West. Mm-hmm. And, like, your parents are probably only coming out to see you play... Once a year. Once a year, right? Yeah. At most. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on, on how things go. But I would, at the very least, take a recruiting trip. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Like, and that's the thing. Like, if I'm getting... Okay, maybe if I'm not getting put on scholarship, that goes a little bit di- more difficult of a decision. Mm-hmm. Especially because price of living there in general is just high. But, mm-hmm. like, if I'm on scholarship, I'm saying... Heck yeah, I'm going to go sit on a beach for nine months of the year. I've probably told the story of my buddy who I had, I had a buddy in, in, uh, in high school who was a, uh, a good a good, uh, good player. He mm-hmm. went and he got a scholarship. I want to say he was at like an, yeah, he was at like an FCS oh, school in, in yeah. Mississippi. And uh, he went there, he blew out his knee. Mm-hmm. And his career was over and he's like, all right. And so his parents told him, he was like, hey, later, like, hey, you know what, you, you know, uh, you, you already saved us for like a year on college. Wherever you want to go for the next three years, it's fine. He was like, okay, I want to go to Hawaii. And then he did. Yeah. And he has a degree from Hawaii. And Why I think not? he's doing great. So. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to him. All right. On today's show, guys, we're going to talk about the state of football in Texas. And and we're, 60, we're now less than 10 weeks out from kickoff of football season in Texas, the scheduled kickoff. We're going to talk about where we're at, and, and I'm going to tell you where my headspace is at. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'll be honest, you may not like it. So there's that. And then back after the show, the uh, Matt Step caught up with Brent Davis, head coach of San Angelo Central. And I believe he caught up to him in a parking lot. Yes, he is in a parking we lot. We are now TMZ. We- um, <laughs> so we caught up with Brent Davis. I will hear from the head coach of the Angry Orange, the, uh, San Angelo Central Bobcats coming up here in the back half of the show. Become a Dave Campbell's text football insider, textfall.com slash subscribe and twitch.tv slash Greg Tepper. Wombats are back. Want to know. Big win last night. Good job. Innings. Much better. Don't don't lose this time. Like it, try not. That's to. it. There's no other. Try not option. to. We 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 we're we're rusty. We were really. I, rusty. I was watching all the new uh the new draft. New signees. Signees, yeah. Yeah, we got rid of Dimitri. We got rid of Mikey, and we got rid of Jacinda. Dimitri was a super slow one, right? Sorry, you no, Mikey speed. was a super. Slow Mikey one. was a super. But we got slow. rid of him. We added some speed. Uh, okay. We got to be faster, more versatile. Anyway, I agree. There's that. Okay. Twitch.tv slash Greg Tepper tonight, nine thirty p.m. Okay. We are 67 days away from kickoff. Fact. 67 days away from uh, the scheduled start of the 2020 Texas high school football season, and therefore the start of football season in the state of Texas. And I think that the big conversation that's been going on, and I saw it kind of ramp up over the weekend on social media, mm-hmm. is, hey, are we going to have football this year? I think it's becoming a real question right. in people's minds. And I think it's because right now there's nothing you know, there's kind of a void. There's no real sports unless you're into soccer. Um, like there, there's um, those type, there's just kind of a void and people are, are anxious and hungry for football. And so I think that there's this, this conversation now about what football is going to look like in the fall, if it happens mm-hmm. at all. And, and that's something that, that I think became starkly f- uh, aware for me on last week when I put out my column on TexasFootball.com mm-hmm. about the UIL thinking about relaxing the Friday night rule the uh, broadcasting to, allow, band, to yeah. allow teams to broadcast their games live on Friday nights to allow fans to watch it at home instead of going to the stadium, promote social distancing, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And I was really surprised by the number of people who replied to me with the same kind of thing, which was, yeah, that's if we have a season. 
That's if we have a season. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the first time I'd heard in mass from fans that that this, shift this, of this mind. doubt, mm -hmm. this doubt. And I think that there's, I mean, I think there's good reason to be asking those questions. I think if, you know, look, guys, I'm not breaking any news here. Uh, in the state of Texas, our pandemic is not going well. It's going poorly. Mm -hmm. I, have, I, have, I, have, I have a mask right here. Um, and whenever I leave the studio and go out into the world, I've got my mask on. Okay? It's not going well right now. And I think you're seeing, and, and not, not I think you're seeing, I know you're seeing, a lot of high school football programs that are suspending their strength and conditioning workouts, right? They're saying they've got... They've got okay. Jesus. <laughs> for, for anyone who wants some context, what happened was my little friend back here, the, uh, Since, uh, Mission, the Mission Pets, Vengeance Memorial, they, uh, it fell off the wall and hit the, the blinds. Of, the Wrath of Gilpin. <laughs> God, Coach, I must have done something to make him mad. Whew, okay. You've met him. He could probably do that from there, from from down the valley. He could oh, probably, he he's could just, he's a mastermind. He could just, he could just like flex, things. and it'll go down. Yeah, no. Um, anyway. Sorry, it wouldn't have scared me as much if it didn't hit the blinds. But that was uh, it, back to your normal scheduled programming here on Texas football today. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so you're seeing a lot of high school football programs that are shutting down strength and conditioning workouts, um, and then you're also seeing a lot of reports of colleges going back and testing their guys. And a lot of their guys are coming up positive and they are going to, and they're, you know, moving them. They're either shutting down workouts or anything like that. Um, and, and look, I think that it's, you know, I think right now there's, there's a key distinction to make. Okay. Right now, these strength and conditioning workouts in, in high school, we'll focus on high school here for a moment. They're voluntary. Mm -hmm. Okay. These are programs that, um, high schools are putting on and they're going out there and they are saying, Hey, if you want to come work out, you can. Right. So one, it's a lot easier to pull the plug on it than it would be if this were to happen during two days or during the season or something like that. So out of an abundance of caution, you're seeing these coaches pull, pull the plug on it. So there's, there is that portion of it. Um, it would be a different, I wonder if there will be a different calculus. And I, I think the UIL is going to have some guidance coming forth. Um, if there will be a different calculus, if when there's in the in the fall, right? Mm -hmm. So that said, look again, things are not trending in a positive way. And and one of the things that I've heard from a number of coaches, a number of high school football coaches, is that they have put in place these really rigorous protocols for practices where they have said, all right, when you're there, you're going, you're six feet apart, you're doing this, you're doing that. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're working in small groups. We're doing, you know, we're, we're doing everything right. We're not sharing water bottles. We're, we're going through all of these rigorous processes to make sure that kids are being safe mm -hmm. while they're practice. But there are 22 other hours in the day. And you can't, control and high school students we're for 22 we're talking about 16 and 17 year old boys and you know what 16 and 17 year old boys do pretty much at all times as speaking as a former 16 or 17 year old boy <laughs> let me tell you what they do they play grab ass mm -hmm. okay that's what they do yep. and right now is not the time to be playing 
Well, okay. and the other thing, I mean, we talked to the coach last week, and he said that as soon as they got done, it was the varsity girls and varsity guys had gotten done with practices. Yeah. He goes into his office and comes back out, and he said they weren't doing anything wrong, but they're all standing out in the parking lot talking. You haven't Together. seen your friends. Yeah, you yeah. haven't seen your friends in, in three, four months. Almost at this point, you leave for spring break. You don't come back. You can't expect the varsity girls and the varsity guys not to sit there and talk in the parking lot. Like, how are you supposed to monitor that? You and, know? and look. Here's here's the the reality of the situation for me and and, and, and you know I this is 908 episode 982 I, I, if I was going to lie to you people I would have started a long time ago <laughs> this would have saved me a lot of heartache so I'll just be honest with you is that look I have a vested interest in football happening right oh, yeah. like I of all people should be rooting very 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 hard for football to be happening in the fall right like I'm I would very much like it to happen. Mm-hmm. Not only for my entertainment val- purposes, but also for my pocketbook, right? Yep. That's the reality of the situation. I'm being honest with you. Guys. Yeah. I am worried. I'm officially worried. Um, I'm not saying I'm not a doom and gloomer. I don't think that there's no way it's going to happen in the fall. But I think that there's a lot of things that have to get sorted between now and then. And it would sure help it if the cases quit rising in the state of Texas. Because mm-hmm. right now, they're not. They're not. Oh, I'm sorry. They're, they're, not ri- they're not going down. Well, I think I said it right. Quit rising. You know what I mean? <laughs> right now, the cases are trending in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I've just got to be honest. And, 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 and one thing I just, I need us to stop. I need, and, and, and if, if you're not making this argument, I certainly understand it. Uh, this is not directed at you but there is this idea out there that some people have that death is the only measure of COVID-19 that if you don't personally die from coronavirus then it's not that big of a deal guys there is it's it's like there's a zero-sum game of like you either die or you do not and everything else in between it's fine don't worry about it guys couple of things one Going in the hospital sucks. And there's also a lot of people who can't afford to go in the hospital. say those bills are ridiculous. Yes, there's that. Furthermore, you may pass it on to somebody else. And they may not be able to handle it. Furthermore, all you're doing is increasing the spread. Right now, the R-naught in Texas is, is around like 1.2. That's bad news. That's bad news. And furthermore, and this is something I don't think people are necessarily realizing, but I've read a lot of stuff this weekend... We still don't know what the long-term impact of this is. Like, right. we don't know. Like, there's, there's no way to know. And there's there's a lot of people. There's now a, a fair amount of studies coming out that this has like permanent damage if you if you catch this thing. I'm not trying to scare people because again, I uh, I'm not trying to scare people. But what I'm saying is, especially when you're talking about state institutions like like Texas high school football and and UIL state institution. You've got to remember that that fundamentally their number one priority has to be keeping kids safe. Right. Right. I want football back desperately mm-hmm. for about a million different reasons. Right. I'm a little worried now. This was the first weekend that I got a little worried about football happening in the fall. I also I think there's a fair I think there's a fair chance that football starts and doesn't finish. I was just fixing to say that. I think that like you said, this weekend was a first realization for many, many people that we might not have it. I still personally am thinking, okay, look, I, I feel like there's a pretty good chance 
that people are going to want it back so bad. They're going to try to, to do anything that they possibly can to make this happen. So say we go back, I think the next wave of realization like we had this mm -hmm. week will be, okay, just because we have said, yes, we are starting and maybe mm -hmm. we play two or three weeks into the season, I think the next wave of realization is we might not finish the season. We may start on time, but I yeah. find it, it would be impressive to me if it made it through an entire season. Well, and that's to me right now, That's I've said this a couple of times, but I'm a lot more interested in what football looks like in week six. Yes. Week one, we can power through and be like, let's start the season. We just need to get going. going. Once yep. we get going, we'll be fine. But I think that week six, like, or somewhere in the middle, right? Week six is just an arbitrary endpoint. Somewhere in the middle, what's it look like? Like, are there teams that have just quit playing? Mm -hmm. Are then, there schools yeah. that have shut down? Mm -hmm. Like, we don't know. And that's the frustrating thing. I think the, I think the, uh, um, there's a great podcast. It's by, I think it's a Freakonomics podcast. Mm -hmm. And they said that the three hardest words in the English language to say are, I don't know. Yes. And unfortunately, right now, there's so much we don't know. Like, not only us, but also, like, the experts. Yep. They don't know. Um, that it's really frustrating. So, look, I, I'm rooting for high school football. Yeah. I am rooting for college football. I am rooting for it to come back. And if we can make it safe to, to happen, like, then we need to, to do that. And I'm even of the opinion that, you know, th there need to be thresholds, right? That mm -hmm. you're not, like, there are going to be players who get sick. Like, I'm that's going to happen. Statistical it inevitability. Happening. It's happening right now. <laughs> it's a statistical inevitability. It's going to happen. I agree that, like, if there's one player who gets sick during the season... I don't know if you shut down the whole team, right? But there do have to be thresholds, mm -hmm. and that's where that's what I'm a lot more interested in seeing what those come out in in the in the coming weeks, months, whatever. I don't know. It was it was there's I, I just did a lot of thinking about that over the weekend, and it was the first time that like I sat there because the whole time I've kind of been going through, be like, yeah, it'll be weird, but football's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Ah, you know, it'll be it'll be weird, it'll be different. You know what I mean? But it's gonna be different. This was the first time this weekend that I was like. Mm. I don't know, man. And I mean, yeah, it's one of those things like we're we're working on an opposite scale here of the number of days are getting closer and right. there's still the, the number of or 60, like the amount of 67 is days is simultaneously a long time and but a lot could change. Yeah. And it's also like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You know? So anyway, that's what I've been thinking about this weekend. I'm not trying to scare people. I'm not trying to, I don't know. I'm not trying to be political about this or anything like that because I don't think it's a political issue mm -mm. because it's a virus. But I just, I don't know. This was the first time this weekend that I go, oh my gosh, I don't know. If, I, I don't know what it's going to look like in the fall. Anyway. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Magazine starts hitting shelves across the state on like July 1. Mm -hmm. So if you want to wait till then to get it, you can. Your prerogative to your business. This is America. This is America. My, that was another thing. That's another another dadism. Yep. My dad would say that a lot. Of mm -hmm. like, we were out playing golf, and it was like, and there was nobody else in this golf course, right? There's nobody yep. else in this golf course. And it's like I sliced one like into the woods or something like that. He's like, you said another one. I was like, you sure? He's like, yeah, it's America. Okay. My dad says that a lot. Anyway, text all the call slash subscribes. You want to get yours before? Uh, uh, I don't know if I can guarantee it'll be there before it hits newsstands. I hate to. Again, I'm a bad liar, guys. Right. Uh, but com slash subscribe. If you want mail to you, if you don't want to run to a store, do that. Text and all the other content, that will be there before. Right. <laughs> and you, no one else can see it. There you go. com slash subscribe. Get there. 
Last week, last week, seven years ago, something like that, Matt Stepp went out on a big West Texas road trip, caught up with the head coach of the San Angelo Central Bobcats, Coach Brent Davis. I think they caught up in like a Mexican food parking lot? I believe so, yes. Awesome. Here's Matt Stepp with (laughs) Brent Davis of San Angelo Central here on Texas Football Today. Hey, it's Matt Stepp with Dave Campbell's Texas Football back here in San Angelo, Texas here with the head coach of the San Angelo Central Bobcats, Coach Brent Davis, after the Bobcats finished up their second day of summer strength and conditioning. Uh, coach, appreciate you taking a few minutes to chat with us. I appreciate it. Uh, we're excited. You know, we're just we're just excited to be back around our, our kids, you know, and getting to see them and see how they're doing and you know, what they've been doing. And, and uh, they, were, they were excited to be back to see us yesterday, too. I was thinking, uh, you know, just this break, you know, does you and your coaches, I mean, Coaches work really hard, and we all know that. And uh, you guys, I mean, have you had long of a break since no. you started, uh, since you got into coaching? No. we. Ne- I mean, it's almost like our summer was reversed. You know, like I know it wasn't. Obviously, they were in school, and they were doing virtual learning, and our coaches were teaching. And But as far as football goes, it's almost like we went to summer, and now we're back from summer almost, you know. And, uh, so it's, it's, it's a different situation. But, you know, I think uh, the whole state's handling really well. I think the UIL's done a great job of giving us great guidelines to go by and we're going to follow them like everyone else and, and hopefully by July and August we can open things up a little bit more. I hope. Uh, you know, obviously this is the second day, you know, I know the first day you got some kinks to work out with the kids coming in and doing doing your checks and that kind of thing. How, how do they handle the, the, the how do they adapt to the change and how do they do on day two? Well, day two is a lot better, uh, obviously. I mean, they kind of know what to expect, but it's gone well. You know, we got entrance and one exit through our turf and, and uh, weight room and we're doing all the you know COVID-19 checks and the temperature checks and we're running them in you know and we're staying socially distanced and we're lifting that way and uh, you know 90% no not 90 yet 60% of what we're doing is outside and and then we are in the weight room but we've we've cleaned our weight room out and spread everything out a lot more and, and so we're working we're working uh, you know probably 60 kids in there uh socially distanced uh 14 feet each racks 14 f- uh, foot apart so uh, we're trying to follow all the guidelines and uh stay safe and uh, keep this thing moving obviously uh the, the biggest thing you guys are focusing on, i'm sure is strengthening is conditioning uh i know some kids have been doing work on their own but it's not the same when you're with your coaches and with your teammates because they're your teammates kind of push each other you're doing workouts um obviously you got to kind of work the kids and, and get back into shape uh but how, how impressed were you with with the shape that you kids have come in and how quick do you think you'll be able to get to a hundred percent because as we all know uh youth is a wonderful thing and kids kids send ten back pretty quick don't they uh you know i i felt real good about the shape that they came back in it, it obviously wasn't game ready but, but no one expected that i mean i thought we've handled yesterday and today extremely well we're not we're not to wear them out here you know we're 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 trying to get stronger trying to get in some some you know semblance of shape but we've got a long time before we you know august the third so we got time to get them back and uh we're doing a, a a lot more football skill stuff that we're allowed to do than anything when we get outside all right now let's, let's look ahead to 2020 and first off we'll look back at uil realignment uh you know last realignment you guys were throwing a little bit of curveball you went to a metroplex district you, you were on the road quite a bit 
and I know that's part of life in West Texas, but now uh, in, in this coming realignment, 2020, 2021, you're on the road, but you're you're in a more familiar district in, with the Little Southwest Conference, with the, the Midland schools, the Odessa schools, uh, Abilene High and Friendship. Um, overall, um, how excited are you guys to get back into the Little Southwest Conference, and how, how excited is the community of San Angelo to have uh, some of those old rivals back in town on Friday night? Well, I mean, you, you can't you can't express how excited we are. Uh, us, our players, our our community, our school. Uh, this is these are the teams that we belong with. You know, these are our traditional rivals. These are the you know closest six days in the state of Texas to us. Uh, that's where we should be. And uh, I'm excited as all get out about being in this district. It's it's uh, you know it's called the Little South conference for a reason football is extremely important our our stadiums are are packed every friday night it's a big deal out here and uh couldn't be any more excited about being back out with permian and lee and midland and odessa friendship abilene high uh couldn't get any better than that the only thing that would make it any better is if abilene cooper was still 6a and they were in there but we're going to scrimmage them and uh it just makes all the sense in the world for us to play 6a schools that are that we are the closest geographically too, and uh, and this is it. Now uh, let's look at look at your Bobcats for 2020. Uh, the Dave Campbell's magazine will be out soon. We we put the wraps on it. Uh, I know it'll be out in San Angelo soon, and all the all the Bobcat fans will be looking looking forward around town. Uh, but when you look at your ball club and kind of how we predicted it, um, we think you guys are going to be right in the mix for that district title. Uh, talk for Bobcat fans who who are going to see you guys on the season opener against Lee Shoemaker. What kind of team can they expect? What's the personality of your ball club going to be in 2020? I think we're going to be, you know, a little bit better than we have been the last couple of years. Last couple of years, you know, we struggled a little bit. We we we'd come off five district championships and got put into a to a new district, a tough district with a lot of travel and our talent level was down a little bit. You know, what the effort and the all the good things that we weren't wasn't down, but just our talent level was down a little bit, and it, and that showed some. That was expected. I mean, we knew that 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 was probably going to happen no matter what. District we were in but you know things go in cycles and uh, we kind of went through a down cycle in talent and now we're, we're kind of seeing that turn around so we're excited i think we're going to have a good ball team uh, we got we got a lot back off of last year's team with a lot of experience uh, a lot of these kids played as uh, uh sophomores that are fixing to be seniors like our quarterback and uh, i think we're going to be all right you know I, i'm excited about it i think you're going to see us come out that first game in, in colleen and you know be the same bobcats we we're going to play extremely hard on defense and fly around, and then on offense, we're going to, you know, throw it all over the place and, and get it in the end zone. So, uh, I think the fans are going to be extremely happy with what they see out on the field. Final question for you, Coach. Well, I'll just try to throw a fun question in for you. Uh, San Angelo is known as a town with a great establishments, as, as we've talked about in the past. Uh, so, in Asheville, when you go to a Mexican restaurant, order fajitas. Are you a chicken or are you a beef fajita guy? What, what, what's, what's your go-to when you get fajitas? Uh, all the way chicken, man. I'm a chicken fajita guy all the way. I, I one of my favorite meals. It really is, and especially here in West Texas, San Angelo. There's a lot of great Mexican food restaurants here. Appreciate your time. Thanks for uh, for making a little time for us. Uh, congrats on a heck of a 2019 season. Good luck in 2020, and uh, we appreciate what you do, student athletes in the state of Texas. Appreciate you and uh, everything y'all do. Also, there is Brent Davis, the head Bobcat. Head of the Angry Orange, San Angelo Central, caught up with Matt Step in a parking lot. <laughs>
Uh, fun fact, that was Strange actually time. in a Rose's parking Rose's lot parking because lot. media was not allowed uh, on campus. Well, that makes sense. But yes, that's fine. We are now, we are TMZ. That's we're, <laughs> we're just running down people in parking lots being like, Brent Davis, Brent Davis! <laughs> <laughs> What's your offensive line look like? <laughs> that's good anyway, we appreciate Coach Davis take a little bit of time with Matt Stepp a little bit earlier last week. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second... I guess it wasn't last week, two weeks ago. Uh, now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, The Final Thoughts. Uh, now it's my second favorite segment. Instead of everyone's. Did I say yours? Mm-hmm. Oh, my it's bad. my favorite segment. Yeah, okay, well, that's fine. Regardless. Um, one. By the way, we did a, uh, we did a, 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 a thing... Yes, last week we did had a meeting about what our um, editorial plan was going to look like for the fall, mm-hmm. and um, and we were going through everything we did last year. And you will remember that we got the free money, and everyone resoundingly said, "Yes, it's back, free money!" Woo! There were distinct just like, boos. Just like Throw it away. Applause. Gross. Somebody, somebody like I was alone in a room, but somebody mailed me flowers. Uh-uh. It was weird. Oh man! So free money's coming back, guys. Um, real fast. Uh, Phil Vaney said it looks like your shirt has a bunch of Vince Young Player of the Year trophies it on it, does. and it really does. Look at that. It really it's does. A shirt. <laughs> it's a good shirt. It's got trees and a moon. <laughs> I like it. And then the only other thing to address: there's been some comments of people not necessarily enjoying it, COVID talk, but I think that we've just got to address the real issue here. That guys, it's reality. Yeah. Um. So we do 10 segments a week on mm-hmm. Texas football today because we, if I guess I should pull back the curtain, we kind of do the reason that we have two different things is those are segments. So we'll do one segment and then another segment. And that's when usually I do my read about Texas football that comes or subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um, and nine of them are about football. Yep. So, uh, and look, this was ostensibly about football too. Like mm-hmm. it's a reality that we all have to grapple with. And I'm sorry if that's news that you don't want to hear, but like, not talking about it is not gonna it's not gonna make us more likely to have football in the fall, more or less likely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like it's a conversation that's going on about football in the state of Texas. That's what we've always done. We've always had uncomfortable conversations on this show. I'm sorry if you don't like it. If you want to tune out for the day, that's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, that's kind of the reality of the situation. I would be it would be a dereliction of my d- duty as a capital J journalist to just pretend that everything's hunky-dory and everything's fine. But these are the conversations that we're having with coaches and with people around high school football, that they're, these are the questions people are asking. So, And I think the thing, like, we can even say for ourselves, are we tired of hearing about COVID stuff or talking about yes. it? Like, yeah, it's not necessarily do what we want to – we do don't want to be I... talking about that right now, but we have to. I mean, if we don't talk about it, we'd be, we, we'd we not would be doing our jobs right. We would be purposefully ignoring yeah. the biggest question – about football in the state of Texas. And then every single day we would get thousands of questions on is football going to happen? happen? So it's better fall. for us to just be honest that we don't have the answer to that right now, but we can at least talk about what's going on to get to that answer eventually. Right. Yeah. So anyway, tomorrow we're going to do a whole hour of COVID talk. Yeah. Heck, let's push it to two hours. Let's do three hours. I bet. I'll raise you one. Four hours. <laughs> I'm not doing four hours. Good. <laughs> fine. Fine. Okay. That's going to do it for us. Thank you. We're not doing COVID talk tomorrow. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks to Brent Davis San Angelo Central for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.